righty then. You are listening to Sass. Star Seeds Angels Savant Syndrome. With your host, The Mystic Man. Guess what? There is a comet on the way. A very big one if you have not heard about it. Perhaps you might want to look it up. If you're the very fearful type and it's already seeming like it's too apocalyptic for you, then maybe don't look it up and just pretend you heard nothing from me about that. But you do want to stay tuned because I have a show for you on the apocalypse. No, I'm just kidding. COVID turned into zombies. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. There's no zombies. No, no, no. I'm sorry, all you Black Ops players out there. No zombies. No, I am specifically not manifesting that. And no matter how much everybody has tried to manifest that, I am very good at anti-manifestation. Very good at it. Because I have the practicalist mind. Most just practical. When it comes to such things as that. Now I know, I know, I know, I know. The old uh, hoodoo ways. Um, there is a sort of zombie. Yeah, sure. Let's keep it that way. And um, not anywhere close to the 28 weeks later style zombie that runs and chases you at like 30 miles an hour. Right? And for some reason just just has so much stamina even though it's like rotting like that makes no sense at all but it just makes sense because that would be terrifying right specifically terrifying and that's what the funniest thing is isn't it the difference between the dream realm which can create nightmares there's something fantastically amazing or something just so complex it makes no sense but oh yeah sorry about that I live in the ghetto I do everything from the ghetto because it's the ghetto and I'm not going out there no 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 I used to but life happened in any case, um, yeah, no. Tonight we're going to talk about the dream realm and how it pertains to the waking realm. Talk about a prophecy that I prophesized and I prophesied to happen before. And I will show you the evidence, which is pretty hardcore. Very much so. See, I don't call myself the Mystic Man for nothing. You call me that. Because that's the name of the host of the show. So you're listening to Sass. I am a starseed. I have seen angels. 
I think I may be engaged to one through Messenger Chat. I've never really met her before. You know, you know how Messenger Chat goes. It could happen, you know, who knows. And I am a person who has Savant Syndrome. If that's really even the true nature of it. Nobody really knows what Savant Syndrome is. Some people call it Angel Downloads. It makes sense. Thank you for listening to me. Talk to the phone. Which I'm recording from and making a podcast out of. And so many people listen. It's nuts. I can't believe that people listen to me talk on the phone. I don't, it's like a one-way conversation that is so rude, right? You know, <laughs> it's so rude. It's so rude that please, if you could, send me a message. Please do. Look in the description for this show, this, this episode. Find the link. You'll find it. I know you will. I believe you. Click it. Click it again. And it shall bring you to a chat. You might have to download the app, but maybe not. I'm not too sure. I don't remember. But it's worth it. It's a very cool app. Start your own show. And you can also leave me a message. Please, I have a question for you. My question is specifically to you. You who are listening right now. Yes, you. Don't look around. No, now I'm talking to you. Don't look at her. Okay, no, okay. I'm, I'm talking to her too. Both of every y'all. Everybody y'alls. Leave me a message. Pretty please. My question to you is... If you had one question that you could ask the world, it's you facing the world. And you ask them one question in order to save the world from annihilation from self destructive annihilation what question would you ask to help wake up the world Now, don't think too hard on it, but do think about it. And please do leave a message. This does pertain exactly that. The world depends on you. And you never know. Nobody knows. Actually, only God knows. And probably Jesus Christ. Maybe the angels. Maybe other things too. I don't know. I'm not there. You know, who knows? Maybe everybody knows but me. But I do know this. That you never know. Unless you try. Aloha. Thanks for tuning in.
So, there is a few things that I wanted to talk about, and they're going to be very important things. I'm going to try to say this as calmly as possible because I have a habit of being a little loud and mean, I guess. I don't know. I just feel like I just talk. The topic of today is going to be about patriotism. What does that mean? I think that a lot has been lost in humanity. And I don't mean that in a blameful way. In fact, if you look at it, it's pretty easy to empathize all around. I believe that it's only in our complete lack of responsibility that we so easily append blame need to blame, you know, want to blame, without considering equally the innocence of the other. There's an old saying that goes a little bit something like, um, if you were to go through all of the life of your enemy, then you would empathize with them, and you would understand, and they would cease to be your enemy anymore, and I believe that. I don't know who said it. And I think I said it wrong, but it was something like that. Some time ago, I made a video explaining how, in the very need that we have, the very need to fear an evil and claim that there is an evil, creates evil itself. I don't mean by manifestation, no. I mean by the person doing the pointing is the one that ends up doing evil. In fact, it could be said that the pointing in itself is a creation of evil. If you look at things biblically, Adam blamed God. Adam was the first to blame, of course, before God even came through. Or I guess you could say both Adam and Eve, as they covered themselves with the leaves. That's to blame. That is to blame God as judgmental and blameful. Biblically, biblically, if you look at the story, God wasn't even there yet. God came through after. If you've ever had a relationship and you've ever been insecure in your relationship, it's a bit like that. One of the things about um, patriotism, it reminds me a lot of the word kapu in Hawaiian in a ironic sense. You see, kapu nowadays is considered to be a word that means don't, as in do not, as in forbidden. And for the longest time, that's as far as I took it. But I knew better than that, I just forgot. And upon researching it more, that dug a little bit deep. It wasn't too deep, but nowadays with the um, loss of Hawaiian culture, yeah. Well, I came across the old Hawaiian kapu system, which was the system of right and wrong, the, the legal system. And if you think about it, if you really think about it, and we consider things about right and wrong, like the legal system, um, automatically bad, with a bad flavor in our mouths as we say the word righteous, right? We only say the word righteous nowadays to blame. I mean, I don't. I, I say the word righteous. As in just right, you know, just like in Australia when they say, um, you right, mate, you know, um, 
they're not, they're, it's not saying all right. <laughs> I used to always think it was saying all right. It's not, it's saying you're right. Like, you have the right. Or do you have the right? Like, uh, sometimes when they argue, one will say to the other, you right. And it's really what it's saying is, um, they're kind of, uh, it's kind of like a mockery, not a mockery, but like a, a, a sarcastic um, way of saying like, are you sure you know what you're talking about? Are you sure you got the right to be all like that? Because from my perspective, you don't. And um, I like it. I like that. But, you know, in Hawaiian and English and any culture, really, we automatically take these words, which like, like kapu, which originally did not mean forbidden. It meant in relations to the natural order and the laws that were spiritual laws inherent into the physical, but founded in the spiritual. When you look at things like um, justice, well, the, the legal system, well, we all do the best we can, but, you know, think about power is the fear. The fear that others have um, against it, of course, duh. But there's a problem there, because as you fear it, the fear is to blame. The fear is to automatically assume blame on another. Now that's never right. It's never right to automatically assume blame. There's a reason why we have the saying, um, innocent until proven guilty. Of course, it's just a saying nowadays, not so much a law. It should be, though. And even if it is, that's just on paper. But look at the fruit. Look at the actions. Proof is in the pudding. The thing about virtues and justice is that it comes from the heart comes from a place of wisdom, spiritual knowing, not just a word, not just an idea. You see, these ideas and these words we find, we strive to find, we strive to create, because our heart already knows the truth. The heart knows what's right, and we seek to find it, to encompass it in the physical. Even if we don't have the words or the understandings of the system, whatever system that might be, the only thing in the way is the denials. Now we like to say that our different cultures are conditioned to believe in different, you know, different rights and wrongs, you know, and um, I would disagree. <clears throat> I agree, but I, I, I would put it differently and see they have it backwards. What it is is the heart already knows the truth and the conditioning conditions lies and evolution and false drunk false barriers the barriers are made of course to be protective of true virtues and true values and safety there's semantics there if it's not had in the heart it's not understood and it's easy at that point to be misconstrued and um, taken advantage of or prostituted. The virtues are easy. It's only hard when you have a complex system that we're trying to fit it through. 
especially if that complex system is inherently based on fraudulence, covering up things, and um, a lot of the childhood sayings that we say to each other, ooh, those are strong, yeah, super strong, takes one to know one, uh, you smelt it, you dealt it, see the thing about a bait, an argument, is there is a misunderstanding, and uh, you would say that generally it's half-half, as in any one person would have the misunderstanding to themselves and to the other, but more these days I believe that it's all misunderstanding of the self. Now of course you could say that that's cyclical, because yeah, it is, really. And you might say that it all starts with itself. Well, I disagree there. I very much disagree. And um, you could see it simply by the dynamics of it, the dynamics of awareness. For instance, when Adam was made in the Bible, now let's just say this figuratively, okay? Just use your imagination. This doesn't have to be a real thing at all for it to be a thing that you can empathize with in order to step outside of yourself to see perspective because it is true in the modems of awareness now let me go on god started making the animals and he took the animals and he brought them to adam in order for adam to name them and so adam started naming and god got another and he named and then when they were done god noticed and said well, man is alone. It's not good for man to be alone. We will make him a partner. And so, they took from his rib and he created Eve. But in the ancient Hebrew, which by the way, everybody should, everybody should know, these are Hebrew translations, ancient Hebrew, okay? It wasn't Eve, it was Isha. And then after she was made, and Adam named her Isha, he then named himself Ish, after her, a part of her. You see, in this dynamic, we could see that he was only able to gain a name, to understand his spectrum, to know that he has a opposite, a thing that, that is like him, but not that he was able to gain his identity. And that's always with all of us. You cannot be alone and have an identity. You just become part of the nature. I, would, I know, I know. I've been more alone, much more longer than probably anybody's been who was human for probably a good amount of years, thousands maybe, when I died. And I experienced from suicide a wrongful death a long time in the void no thought no memory no idea of a memory no words to remember no name just feeling for it took a long time of feeling and of course you could say that in that perspective why well, there would be no time Somewhat right. It did seem like that, yeah. But there was time, a long time. 
And in that, I had no idea how to claim an identity. There was no identity. I had no idea of an idea, of course, so that's that too. But my plan is, is that I only woke up when I went within. That's when I saw the light, when I went within. And obviously, if you're searching the dark forever, it might take several forevers before you ever find yourself. That's why we need each other. We won't totally need each other, of course, because we have the world around us, but it helps. It definitely helps. It's not just that we're designed socially. It's inherent on a spiritual level. Empathize. It's very simple. One is the loneliest member. We don't wish to be alone. Through each other, we attentions of each other. A lot of times people like to say things like, um, oh, you need to do that on yourself. You need to heal alone. Well, they won't be, you know, you know, um, they can't get in a relationship until they heal, which is like the funniest thing. Because it's really hard to find somebody who is, as they quote, healed if you think about it if the suffering the pain the um, triggering is specifically seen through being triggered well who do you know that can't be triggered who do you know that's healed of that very rare i don't i don't know i could think of one person that is alive right now and that's muji awesome guy that's probably osho of course and, um, yeah, but other than that, I think it's just a made-up concept. You see, the thing is, is that, what is this, a etheric sense of wound? Aren't we making it up? Think about it. I mean, if you have an imaginary wound, you might even feel it, and you might even make it real, but the thing is, is that if it's founded on imagination, that would be a very bad psychosis to worry about. You know, <laughs> and in that perspective, that biblical perspective, we could see from the pointing that Adam did that this need, this desire to point elsewhere, as God asked him, "Who is to blame?" And Adam pointed to the woman, and the woman pointed to the snake. But Adam didn't just point to the woman, you know. You see, Adam also pointed to God because he said, the woman, the woman that you made me, that you made for me, you see, when it, he casts away his responsibility over it, he casts away and rejects any blame of himself being wrong, being disobedient, and he rejects it back onto God that's got to hurt. We could see this nature in us all the time. All the time. It's very, very symbolic. And it's also very measurable, too. And you can find this. And how I like to stay here. And the natures of projection are not always specifically exact. In fact, I don't think they're specifically exact at all. In projection, what you have is a mirror effect. That means that the sides flip. Now, it might look the same in some instances, but in instances where it's, um, where left and right matters more, 
well, it would be more obvious. Thank you for listening. You're listening to SAS, Starseeds, Angels, Savant Syndrome. I have recently rewarded, awarded, 10 kahuna through Kapuhuna LLC. Certifications and badges published via the blockchain validated through LinkedIn and, of course, the blockchain, which is the utmost ultimate validator. The blockchain, if you did not know, is a very genius thing. It validates itself through every action. No transaction is done without the approval of every single node. Imagine that. Imagine if you had a group of 100 or 200 people and any time that they wanted to do business, the whole group looks to verify, to make sure that all the amounts match up to the records that all of them hold. Every single transaction is saved and recorded by all and verified by all. Pure genius. And meanwhile, it's all encrypted. How's that for futuristic? You know, the things that people usually generally don't think about tend to be the exact thing that we need. If you haven't gotten over and bought your Bitcoin, I suggest you do soon. The having is coming up. And right now it's been searched on Google more than any other word and more than it's ever been searched. Last time this happened was when the first peak went through. Boom. Well, don't say I didn't warn you. I suggest you buy into it. After all, we did just print out a lot and lot of fake money. And that generally means economic collapse right after. So just saying, you know, I love you guys. I, I hope everybody takes care of themselves. And, you know, you really should listen to me. I've been correct about all of this for a long time. But in any case, this is not about pride. This is about being heard. Because I care. Think of that with whomever you listen to, whether it's the CNN or NBC or whatever, really, any journalism. 
see if there is proof in the pudding that they care. God bless. Much love. Aloha. Nui loa.